Good morning to everyone. Happy Sunday to all of you. We uh, take our gospel today from St. Luke chapter 14 this time. Today, the 28th of uh, August, is the uh, feast or yeah, the memorial of St. Augustine, supposedly. But since in this year it falls on a Sunday, well, it is skipped, and um, and we the, the one that takes precedence is the liturgy for Sunday, the twenty second Sunday in ordinary time. You see, we're advancing in the liturgical year, and uh, well, Saint Augustine is the fruit, you may say, of the prayers of Saint Monica, with whom we celebrated yesterday a great saint indeed saint augustine i admired him so much that um, i learned a lot from him today also is the birthday of my dear sister emma emma rose who is currently the executive director of um, rosevale school in cagayan de oro I'd appreciate it very much that you pray for her or offer a little sacrifice for her well-being, her, um, her project, which is the school, and the, her intentions. We read from this 14th chapter of St. Luke that, that on a Sabbath day, Jesus had gone for a meal to the house of one of the leading Pharisees. And they watched him closely. You know that feeling? You, you, you get that certain feeling at the back of your head or the back of your, uh, or your back that certain pairs of eyes are boring into. They're watching you. Then he told the guests a parable because he had noticed how they picked the places of honor. He said this, when someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take your seat in the place of honor. Yes, we may check ourselves whether we tend to, to, to seize or to run to or to make our, do our best to get those seats of honor. Um, of course, if you're supposed to sit there, fine. There's no problem with that. But when you are not supposed to be there, think that those seats of honor were for you. And uh, Jesus corrects it, corrects that. He says, when someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take your seat in the place of honor. A more distinguished person than you may have been invited, and the person who invited you both may come and say, give up your place to this man. And then to your embarrassment, you would have to go and take the lowest place. No, when you are a guest, make your way to the lowest place and sit there so that when your host comes, he may say, my friend, move up higher. In that way, everyone with you 
at the table will see you honored. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the man who humbles himself will be exalted. So there it is. The first, uh, well, there's this short paragraphs to end the gospel, but let's dwell in this for a while. The Lord is very clear. He invites us to adopt a humble attitude. Such an attitude is um, has nothing to do with eyes cast on to the floor, with uh, trying to look like you're poor, or trying to dress shabbily, or uh, be disheveled in some way, so people would not take notice of you. No, no, no. Humility is a Christian virtue. First, it is given by God. It's a human virtue. We could attain humility uh, on our own. But since we are Christians, we are, uh, pursue the Christian virtue of humility, which is uh, uh, eons or light years away or different from human humility. Well, there were pagans who have tried their best to uh, become humble because this is a human virtue. It's a good quality, you know, so different from an airy, proud, boasting uh, person who thinks everything belongs to him or who thinks that the world owes him something or he thinks that everyone thinks well of him or highly of him, right? Well, he has also things that he has to take good care or take care of to improve in, right? So humility is, to put it succinctly, is loving the truth. And what is to love the truth in our case as human beings? Well, the truth that we are human beings. We are creatures. We are not God. The temptation of the serpent to the, our first parents consisted in that. Try, he tried to convince them to take the forbidden fruit so that they would become like gods. How would that be? It's, it's a contradiction in terms. A god? How? You, you can, you're a creature. You, by definition, you cannot be anything close to God or like God because your, your, your being is limited. Your thinking is limited. You commit mistakes. You're limited, for example, to your nature. Your nature, which is uh, well um, delimited, uh, delimited uh, into a, well, just a human being. I mean, you cannot be uh, a bird at the same time. You cannot be, I don't know, a, a cheetah or a uh, whale shark at the same time. No, you do not have all the perfections in one place. So what? what it it's a tragedy, you know, and that's our our misfortune. All of us, we think ourselves better than we really are. We think about ourselves more than we should. 
we think ourselves having the rights of, of, of another person. We get hurt when we are slighted, when um, you know we we revolt, uh, we become repulsive of someone who sometimes who overtakes us, who uh, well wrongfully, but uh, he cuts us in front of us. So we want to have some revenge, or you know, we want to emphasize our superiority which is a superiority which is really funny a risible superiority we're nothing i mean we make mistakes we forget things we're really funny we may we love that the truth about ourselves we make mistakes sometimes the others try to make us feel guilty because of our mistakes. They don't have to. We are guilty ourselves. We can do better. Fine, let's do it. Let's learn from this. Let us refrain, therefore, to, uh, from putting people down. They, they already experienced this. We cannot motivate them, <laughs> making them feel more guilty. <laughs> that would not be proper. We have to motivate them to become better without... Uh, without forgetting the truth. We, we had made a mistake and we should learn from it, right? In fact, what the Lord says here is we need to actively humble ourselves. And maybe the best way to live our truth is to live what God made us do. He made us to be of service to the others. That's why we have different talents, different degrees of abilities, different experiences, so that we could enrich ourselves with others by listening to them. You know, I, I know somebody who went to England, and there he um, joined a seminar, and in that seminar, there were illustrious participants. When they got together in the living room, they started talking about their accomplishments or their uh, projects and the poor Filipino who was new to the place was a little worried he, he had nothing to say to add and he asked his other friend uh, who was British about it <laughs> and he was told no problem that you can add anything no problem what you do is listen and learn oh wonderful it, it if I were in the, his shoes I would have you know uh, removed such inferiority or complex or insecurity. So my role is to learn. So no problem. <laughs> Just because I cannot add. Sometimes I feel like that also. I have to say something. Nah. We can always learn from the others. Let them speak. And we learn. That we serve them by being good listeners. That we serve the others. That we look after their needs. You know, they need a light, well, if smoking is still allowed, you know, or they need a uh, directions, we, we try to provide it as long as we know. Those times when we feel um, sort of irritated, not encumbered by the needs of others, why not step on, on our pride and be of service in those precise circumstances? In that way, we will 
actively pursue what the Lord says here. The man who humbles himself, then we will receive that reward of being exalted in heaven. The Lord himself gave this example to us. Who are we? To disdain what he had done, to die on the cross. He is God, but he submitted himself to all of these tortures and degradations, insults, spit. He did them to serve us, to save us. Let's imitate him. Thank you for listening. And by the intercession of the most blessed Virgin Mary, may you have a wonderful Sunday. And may God be with you and his holy angels accompany you in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ciao.